Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If I were looking to make money today, I'd be looking to go into markets where there was a demand, an unmet demand for apartments, for example, rental housing, or single-family housing and buying some houses and renting them out. I'd be going to places like Fort Worth, Texas, Dallas, Texas, um, Nashville. Nashville. You know, I think, you know, I think Jacksonville, Tampa, um, you know, uh, Tucson, Arizona. I mean, places where ta- it's tax-friendly, high quality of life, and more businesses have moved there. One of the things that's going to happen, and is happening now, especially with remote working, is the uh, businesses are relocating out of places like Chicago, um, out of New York City, Mm -hmm. um, out of D.C., for example, as well, um, because, and out of L.A., because taxes are so high. Yes. And so they can save a significant amount of taxes. If you're in an environment where the tax rate is 13%, you go down to Miami, you get better weather, and it's zero local income tax or state income tax. Let me ask you this, as far as, you know, we talk about real estate a lot on our, on our platform, how to invest in real estate, but we don't really talk about real estate development too much. And there's nobody to talk about that better than you. So if somebody's interested in becoming a real estate developer, um, what steps should they take? Like what advice could you give to somebody that's interested on the development side? I mean, I, I, one of the, I would say become a student of the business, learn the business, learn the fundamentals. What I learned about where I got started was I started as a sales agent. So I understood how to market. I learned how to market. Um, and then I became an appraiser. So I learned how to estimate value. So if I figured if I could estimate value, I could go out and create value. And so those are the things that you know, you you get started by learning the fundamentals of the business. You don't have to be a con- you can be a contractor too, but you don't have to be an engineer. You don't have to be a finance major. You can understand the basic fundamentals of real estate, which is marketing and understanding value. And th- and you make your money in real estate going in when you buy real estate. You make the money then, and you realize your profit on the price on which you buy the asset. When, yeah, exactly. Okay. And then you can go in and create value. And so what development is all can about. Can you talk about that as far as make your money on the front? Absolutely. So you want to buy, if you think about this, imagine real estate is a 12-hour a clock. The ultimate time to sell is 12 o'clock. 
So from about one o'clock until four or so, you want to be kicked back in a spectator. Then around four or so, you start looking for the opportunities and then you start buying and you buy all the way up to about nine o'clock. And then at that point, you start looking to sell. Mm. So if you buy and you want to buy when fewer people are buying and it's hard to buy. What time are we at right now? Oh, I think that we're probably at about three o'clock. Three o'clock, three. Noted. Three. Noted. Yeah. And I mean, look, I think that the thing is, is that there's opportunities everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I remember back in um, 1991-92 during the junk bond crisis. Um, you know, banks were failing. They were closing in 19. 89 there were 300 and some odd banks closed in one year the, and then in 1990 another 300 banks closed mm. so they were liquidating all kinds of assets so i started buying assets in, in downtown dc and i was buying stuff at 20 cents on the dollar or so and my view was i didn't need all kinds of you know scientific charts i didn't need any kind of real calculation i felt that the nation's capital of the most powerful nation in the world would come back at some point or the money wouldn't be worth anything anyway so i loaded up and bought everything i could and that 20 cents on the dollar when i started selling at 80 cents on the dollar 90 cents on the dollar i was making four or five times I what that. i paid and if you leverage it then you're making, you know, 600 times what you made. Is that amazing? Please clap it up for that. I have a two-parter for you. I'm sure the audience wants to know. Uh, number one, what are the five cities, in case they missed them, because I'm sure somebody was on Instagram sending a DM <laughs> saying that they should be here, right? So what are the five cities you would have us invest in? And let's say, hypothetically, I had like 5,000 amazing friends that were investors. How can we put our money together to get in some of these commercial deals so we can build wealth together? Well, I think the first thing is where I would be investing is I like Florida because it's got strong fundamentals, no state income tax, yes. a growing economy, um, and a good quality of life overall. Mm -hmm. So Miami's very stimulated. So you gotta look beyond that. So what are the emerging cities in Florida? And that's Jacksonville and Tampa. Those are the two strongest markets in that. Please market. write those down. Okay. Then if I were gonna go Texas, Great fundamentals, no state income tax, decent, pretty good weather overall, um, and very business friendly. But um, Austin has been on fire. Yes. So where do you go? You go to Dallas and you go to Fort Worth. Um, those markets are still, you know, growing and they're underserved. Uh, and then Arizona, Scottsdale, Phoenix has always done very well. Tucson, sleeper, I'd go there. Um, and then Nashville and Memphis, no state income tax in Tennessee, quite as it's kept. And, uh, and then, you know, look, re I'll tell you how strong state no state income taxes are. When Jeff Be Bezos uh, started Amazon, he did it in Seattle, Washington. Bill Gates always stayed a resident of, C of Seattle, Washington, because Washington State has no state income tax. But those would be the markets that I would focus on. And I would look real hard at L.A. because I think that L.A. bounces back. It's a resilient market. It's, uh, you know, um, it's, a, it's got an in industry that is going to run in perpetuity, the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. um, and it's got technology. And then New York. But I would say New York is real early right now. Uh, so I'd be waiting on New York. And look, I think that, you know, one of the things that we have been looking at is how do we empower people especially people of color yes. to be able to reap the benefits of economic growth through real estate on a larger scale 
Um, and, and just to give you a sense, this analogy I gave where I put up the 20 million and a Goldman Sachs or someone put up 180 to, buy, to do a $500 million building, well, our buildings generally are going to make somewhere of about 40 to 50% return on cost. So say that it made 50% return on cost after we developed it and stabilized it. That's 250 million profit. Well, the way that would work is that we'd get about half that. So we would get 125 million on that $20 million investment. And so you can do the math on that. It's over a 600% return on our money. Oh, wow. So that's all about leverage. So no, clap it up for that. Because 600% return is incredible. I know most people think there are not a lot of big gains in real estate, but thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, so, so, the, so it used to be back in the, um, the 1980s, um, real estate, commercial real estate was powered, especially office buildings and hotels were powered by real estate syndicators. So real estate syndicators would go out and buy an office building, chop it up into a thousand pieces and sell it off in pieces. And the investors would get the tax benefits from it and then they would get the rent income and the appreciation. When the banks all failed in the late 80s, early 90s, um, the, and the tax law was changed in 1986 to take away those depreciation rights and so forth, it, the, the syndicators went out of business essentially overnight. My graduates from my school being Forbes, backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs>